Good start to the show. Welcome in to the TSS Fantasy Show. As you may notice, Commissioner Cooper is taking the night off. We hope you the best, Coop. We'll see you tomorrow. But until then, you got me, the Fantasy Jesus, Semtex Max 93, and you got Nick Flanders. How's it going today, Nick? It is going spectacular. How are you? I'm all got my all happy valley. I'm ready to represent Saquon tonight, so I'm ready to go. Hey, that's what's up. An Eagles fan who can represent. I love it. I love it. 100% you came on this show, Eagles fan, and it's a New York Giants show. That's right. We are wheeling and dealing the Giants out today. And just like the Eagles, we will give them a proper introduction with a national anthem for them. that pumped up our Giants fans in the back but did that pump you up Nick I actually liked it I thought it was pretty cool uh it it was like a it was like a Braveheart-esque you know I was I was gonna go into fighting a battle it was it was pretty cool I liked it it's funny when I when I first heard that song I kind of had the same vibe I had more like the vibe of like a pirate ship battle going on you know what I mean like it it sounded like it could have been on the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack Johnny Deppish (laughs) Yeah, very Johnny (laughs) Deppish. But anyways, Nick, we are here to represent for the fantasy show of the people. The people. That's right. That's right. And guess what, New York Giants? That's what it is. It really doesn't feel the same unless Freddie's doing it. But I think I got a little bit good. I think I got it. Um, But anyways, let's get a couple promos out the way here. Uh, first off, we have a Justin Jefferson jersey. Um, that's right. All you got to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel and send us a screenshot on any one of our DMs, either Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and you will get yourself an entry into our giveaway for a Justin Jefferson jersey. If you subscribe to any of our other platforms, you get another entry into our giveaway. 
It's an awesome jersey. I have it right here. If anybody doesn't believe me, it's right here, ready to be shipped. There's Ooh, the signature, baby. Pretty. Because like I said, we are the fantasy show of the people, and we don't mess around with our giveaways. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is going to be a good show. Um, you know, I, like we did with the last show, we got to start it off with the coop, talking with um, Dr. Miller and giving us the scoop on what to look at for our injury Percent club to the bench. Percent to the bench. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is back in the house. Welcome to the city of New York. We are continuing our summer tour, and Dr. Miller is here to give us his wise words of percent to the bench. Welcome to the studio, sir. Thank you, Commissioner. Good to be here. I have a feeling you're going to cite me to myself about my words on Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I was not, actually. I was just going to play it out. But, I mean, if you really want me not, <laughs> I actually wasn't going to call you out on that, but I appreciate you bringing that back up indeed. All right, so speaking of Saquon, we want to talk about Saquon a little bit. Had some, you know, obviously the big injury of the season prior to last year. And then last year he was somewhat healthy, had a little bit of an ankle uh, sprain um, that popped up, but for the most part, healthy, just a bad offensive line, quite frankly, um, to, to be quite frank for Saquon. I would like to know, however, going into this season, what is his percent to the bench? Yeah, so just some perspective on Saquon. As a rookie, he had 700-yard-plus games, and he's had zero since then. Dude's had a tough couple of seasons. And, and, you know, this is not news to him. He said the other day, quote, I want to go out there and prove to this organization that the player they drafted is still there. And so I said last year I was bullish on Barkley. That might have been a year premature. I'm still going to be bullish on Barkley. I'm going to call this a comeback season for him. Last year, like you mentioned, the ankle sprain was a bit of a fluke, right? It's like the universe conspired against him that he steps on somebody's foot after the whistle. That, you know, I'm going to have to deal with that this year, hopefully, combined with an improved offensive line for the Giants makes me feel really good about Saquon Barkley this season. So comeback season, 30% to the bench. You know what's really funny is I actually wrote down bullish, but then I, I X'd it out like, you know, the Ghostbuster sign, like, nah, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> he brought it up yourself. You're, you were bullish. We actually were both high on Saquon Barkley, to be fair. Um, and I actually do agree with you. I do think he still, I think I also was going to say the same thing, that I think I was a year premature. I think Saquon does have a decent year this year. I like his, um, like you said, the offensive line's a little bit upgraded. Um, Daniel Jones is kind of like, listen, it's put up or shut up for him. Um, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, we'll see the offense, but I do agree with you on that. Let's go from a not-so-injury-prone player to a big-time injury-prone player last year. Basically, I mean, you could have did a whole show on him last year. Kenny Galladay, hip injury, knee injury, rib. I mean, he had everything last year. How about this season? What do you think his percent to the bench is? Yeah, so missed time in the last two years, like you referenced. He's combined for 19 games and about 850 all-purpose yards. Hip flexor strain in 2020 kept him at 11. Last year missed uh, just two games, right, for the knee hyperextension. Like Kadarius Tony, however, who we're not going to talk about today, he spent some time during OTAs in a red jersey. Um, as of late May, it's been removed, so that's, I guess, encouraging. I'm going to go 75% to the bench, but I think the bigger question that you guys are going to talk about, bigger than his health, is whether or not you want to waste a valuable pick on Kenny Galladay after his poor production for the last couple of seasons. Yeah, agreed. Um, not going to be really high in Kenny Galladay, to be quite honest. Um, you know, as you mentioned, came in with a lot of hype, maybe even like dark horse potential last year. Did not live up to that at all. 
Uh, but that is in part to Daniel Jones as well. So again, improvement. We talked about improvement in the offensive line. I feel like I'm always putting a positive spin on things, but it's just going to keep going. If there is improvement on the offensive line and we're saying Saquon's going to benefit, then we have to say Daniel Jones will benefit too, and thusly Kenny Galladay, if he can stay healthy. Um, so we'll see. All right. Well, Dr. Miller, we appreciate you stopping in, giving us your percent to the bench. We, uh, we're on our summer tour, and tomorrow we'll be vi visiting Washington, D.C. and the Commanders. Look forward to seeing you then, sir. See you tomorrow. All right. And so as you can see, we are joined by all of our guests. The giant brood is in the house. Um, obviously, let's go around the corner or let's go around the horn here. We got the Rook. From you know, great program, the scoreboard addicts over here. How you doing, Rook? What's going on, Justin? What's going on, Nick? And what's going on, everybody else? Uh, I'm excited to talk Giants football, June, but I am still fired up for football. So let's go. Big blue. Let's go. Let's go. Let's football be here already, man. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it going. We got the Maj over here right below. How you doing today, Maj? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Uh, thank you for having me on, Justin. I uh, really appreciate being part of his roundtable here. Yes, sir. And if you don't know, his podcast is the Clap Back Podcast. Really good show. Uh, you check it out on YouTube, and you can check it out on his Twitter page as well. Um, Tommy G, how you doing? What's good, fellas? Happy to be on here. Thank you. I appreciate the invite. Justin, it means a lot. Ready to talk some Giants football. You know, what are we, like 95, 96 days out? And, you know, counting down the time. So I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Yes, sir. And you write for the New York Rush, right? Yeah, I'm with the New York Giant Rush team. Nice, nice. Awesome. And then finally, you know, license plate guy. I mean, I thought I was the only one that had great golden locks over here, man. You fucking <laughs> rocking it wow. over there, man. You should be in California with those kind of locks. <laughs> I don't know if the Giants keep playing like they play. I might move out to California just be a surfer for the rest of my life. <laughs> hey, I, honestly though like the other guy said uh thanks for having me on it's uh it's a pleasure to be here well it's a pleasure to have all you guys on here so let's get down to it let's start talking giants football i know you guys don't want to mess around let's start getting into the games like i want to talk to you guys about an important game that i always like to watch because it's always kind of like seasonal you know the thanksgiving game you got you're working yourself up to dinner you know, that's that four o'clock slot where you can take dinner to the couch and you can start watching. And who's going to be on that channel? It's going to be the Cowboys and the Giants. Always a friendly rivalry there. I don't think friendly? anybody hates the Cowboys more than the Giants. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Nick can verify that somebody hates them a little bit more than the Giants. But nope. no, no, no. Cowboy. We all hate the Cowboys equally. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we all hate them equally. <laughs> but let's go around the horn. Uh, Rook, start me off, man. What's a game that's really like you're looking at it on the schedule? You're like, oh, that's going to be a really good game. Yeah, so obviously the Thanksgiving game, as you said. I mean, who doesn't love Thanksgiving football? It's always nice to see your team playing Thanksgiving football. But then again, if they lose the game, it'll be miserable at Thanksgiving. So maybe not. And the way <laughs> the Giants have been playing the last couple of years, it looks like it might head that way. But my game that I circled is one of my favorite when the Giants do go out there is a London game. So people don't like it because it's early morning football, but I love early morning football. A couple screwdrivers, some mimosas, have a little fun with it. And then you got almost, what, like 12 hours, 13 hours of football. It's incredible. So I'm looking forward to that, even though it's against the Packers. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers coming back with the Packers. Um, you know, who knows how the Giants will stand up against the Packers during that game. But it's still just fun to watch just the whole uh, novelty of playing in London, having a 930 game, getting up early and immediately having uh, football on the TV. So I'm excited for that one. That's the thing, right? Having that 9.30 game, being an East Coaster, when you're finishing games at like 10, 11 o'clock, you're like, right. God damn, man, I got work tomorrow. <laughs> All these West Coast guys, myself included at one point, I used to wake up 10 o'clock, turn on the TV, oh, football's on. Now I got to wait till 1 o'clock. <laughs> I'm already yeah. hammered by then. <laughs> yeah, it's much different when you're on the East Coast. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actually really nice, advantageous when you get those London games for sure. Mash, yeah. tell me what you're looking forward to, man. Man, for me, I'll tell you what, it's got to be week one versus the Tennessee Titans. It's the tone setter for the season. 
the Giants, notorious the last three years, coming out falling flat on their face to start the season. New regime, uh, new GM, new head coach, new offensive coordinator. Wink Martindale is an underrated signing, I believe, for this New York Giants defense. Comes with the years of experience building that defense in Baltimore. Come out and set the tone week one, New York Giants. Let's start away at W. 100%, 100%. What about you, Tommy G? What are you thinking? What's your favorite game on the schedule? Oh, he's muted. Uh, you're muted, buddy. My bad. We already touched on it with Dallas. I'm going week three um, at home versus the Cowboys, the first divisional test for the, uh, Dayball and uh, Martindale, right? The Cowboys are 9-1 against us, right, in the last 10 games. They've dominated us. I despise them. Um, it's been rough, but this is the perfect way to kick off a new regime. You got Dallas on home. You're coming off a soft game um, versus Carolina. So this is a big opportunity. That's the first game I'm looking at to see, you know, how much have we improved? We got the tough game versus the Titans week one, uh, a softie for week two, and then the big Monday night showdown. So that's the one I'm looking most forward to. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I love that one. You're right. Two games against the Cowboys, and you get the spotlight all over that one. I mean, obviously, because the big rivalry. Um, Mr. License Plate, tell me. Tell me what you're looking forward to, man. Uh, you know, everybody kind of hit where I wanted to be anyway. Maj nailed it. Uh, it's got to be a – you have to set the tone right away in Nashville. Um, you know, I'm, I'm tired of the Giants 0-1, 0-2. Year in, year out. Uh, but of, of course, I circled the London game, like Rook said, because, I mean, I love going out there. Giants are undefeated out there. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to, to, to come home and the Giants will be undefeated at that time. So uh, we'll, we'll be ready to rock and roll for the rest of the season. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love the energy. I love it. Um, so, you know, we're talking about the schedule here. What do you guys think the record's going to be? I'm going to start with you, Tommy G, this time. Um, you got Brian Dable in. You know, like Mash said, you got Martin or uh, Week Martindale in there. You got a couple good draft picks. You got Kayvon Thibodeau. You got Evan Neal. You're building in the trenches. How are you feeling this lineup or this? You know, this is a team that's kind of got pieces here and there, and now they're kind of really solidifying areas they've been weak on the D line and the O line the past couple of years. How are you feeling schedule wise um, going into the season? How are you feeling the record's going to be? Yeah, so obviously anybody that follows me on Twitter uh, knows I'm more of a positive Giants fan. I do like to look through positive lens. Joe knows that. Uh, I hate to be the dead horse with a stick for how bad we've been, you know, from September through December. You know, I don't find any purpose in beating the team down in the offseason. Uh, that being said, it's a new offensive system, the new defensive system, you know, new GM, you know, pretty much new and fresh across the board. Things do take time to settle. Uh, I would say nine and eight right now, but you know how that goes. You know, you're a couple of, you know, missed field goals, hit field goals away from winning an extra one or two games. Uh, I love the excitement around the team. I really like Coach Dayball. You know, I, I don't see why we can't win nine, ten games this year. 100%. Uh, Mash, what are you thinking on that one? Well, I'm the type of Giants fan that believes that the Giants could go 17 and 0 every single season. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, last year I had us pegged for more wins than we than we definitely got. But I'll tell you what, I, I think the Giants range this season, I'm going to be a little more realistic. I think it's between six and maybe nine wins, nine wins being the ceiling, six wins uh, being the floor there. Um, like Tommy had mentioned, it, Wink Martindale's defense is 
already showing what they can do in OTAs and camp now with the New York Giants. Uh, they're playing Julian Love more in that Jabril Peppers role at the line. Uh, John Feliciano mentioned uh, the other day that he was lined up in the A-gap there. So it seems like that this defense is definitely going to be give opposing teams some headaches. What my, I really want to look at, because the defense hasn't really been too much of an issue for the New York Giants the last couple of years, it's the offense. I need to see this offense go from like 31st to in the top 15. If we do that, then I definitely think nine wins is definitely in the probability. I like it. I like it. I, I kind of had them around eight, nine wins. When I really went down the entire like schedule, I was just like, there are a ton of games that could go either way. And there's a good stretch of games where you play Houston, Detroit, back-to-back, where you could get some easy money wins right there. I mean, there's no easy money win in the NFL. Just ask, you know, the L.A. Chargers losing to the Houston Texans. But the problem is, too, Justin, I mean, honestly, with this Giants team, which has been a thorn in our side the last couple of years, have been injuries. If if you absolutely. lose Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay for any stretch, you're starting Wando Robinson and Darius Slayton out there with – I mean, you know, whomever else, uh, CJ Board, uh, David, uh, David Sills. So, Slayer. I mean, teams have to stay healthy. Giants don't really have a starting tight end right now as of this point either. Uh, the offensive line has to stay healthy. Well, you mentioned in the <clears> opening. It, uh, it, it just a lot has to gel for the New York Giants this year. Yeah, I mean, this actually transitions really well. I'm going to get to Rook and license plate guy in a second, but we had a comment coming from YouTube. Um, it was from Philip. Let's see. And it was, you know, he says, what y'all is worried slash concern with the line if Neil or Thomas go down early. So obviously, you know, that's something that goes in the head of everybody. You know, what's going to happen if the line goes down? Because that holds Saquon back, right? That gets Danny Dimes sacked more. And we all know that, you know, he's gotten better. But I mean, I guess anything's better from 19 fumbles your first season. So you know, obviously that line's a huge concern. And like you said, injuries are always a monster concern when it comes to any NFL team, any given Sunday, anything can happen. But um, I want to get back on track with this. Rook, tell me what you think the record's going to be. You know, I'm not as optimistic as our first two <laughs> guesses here. But, I mean, listen, there's there's chances for wins here. They have a weaker schedule, uh, one of the weakest in the NFL this year, which is good. You have the Lions, you have Texans, you have Jags. Uh, obviously, you have the commanders who who knows what they're going to be. You play them twice a year. Um, so there's there's chances for for wins here for the New York Giants. Uh, I think they even play the Bears this year, too, again. Um, so there are places for them to to get wins there, you know, but it's it's I'm just I'm even though it is a new regime and I'm, I'm confident in the coaching staff they pick. I just don't know if the players are there yet to get them to, let's say, a playoff spot this year. I'm not expecting the playoffs for the New York Giants. I'm probably more with uh, Maj there. Maybe six, five to six range win uh, win range, but I mean, who knows? You know, maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised and we'll have a good year in New York. But the last few years just hasn't shown me that they're there yet. Uh, I'm still have a little concern about Daniel Jones whether he could be the guy. I mean, granted, it's his what third offensive uh, you know scheme that he's going to see in the last mm-hmm. four years of his career. So it is tough, but if he could be that guy and make that leap this year. Um, you know, do or die time for Daniel Jones, and that's where this team basically is going to rest on is the quarterback shoulders. And uh, now he's got a little fire behind him because they got Tyrod Taylor, who's someone who can play in the NFL, and you know could push him a little bit, get a little better. And if he's if he's bad in the first couple of weeks, I don't I see Dable pulling the plug on uh, Daniel Jones and putting Tyrod Taylor in there just to give something something new for Giant fans to watch. Oh boy, yep. yeah. That, that would, I mean, that's an interesting take. I mean, Daniel Jones has kind of showed that streaky kind of nature where, you know, he's either good or he's absolutely terrible. So and he's got, and he's got to stay healthy too. Cause there's a lot of injury. I think last year he got injured towards the end of that. Uh, you know, he's not getting a fair shake maybe cause of injuries too, but uh, he's got to stay healthy and he's got to be the guy this year. He's got to jump up, make a leap. Thousand percent license plate. What are your thoughts on this? or this year's record. Well, Rook, Maj didn't say five six. He said six nine. So get that five out of your head first of all, <laughs> and and second of all, look, you know I'm I'm born and I'm born and bred a homer. I'm never gonna look at it cautious, uh, you know, uh, optimistic. I'm always gonna, you know, look at double digit wins and stuff like that. It's just the way I am. I have no, 
I have, uh, you know, no reason to go in hoping or praying that they get four or five wins on a season. I just never understood that. You shoot for the stars and, and, it, and it falls where it is. Look, you know, everybody's had their turn right here. And, and, and what I'm hearing is injuries and this and that. And that's every team. So, you know, the first, you know, the first question you got from, uh, for, you know, for YouTube he was like, well, are you going to be concerned if Neil and Thomas go down? <laughs> yeah, no shit. If anybody on that line goes down, I wanted 30 yes. linemen in the draft. Not, no, I'm sorry. I wanted 50 linemen in the draft. And then I wanted a big a big, you know, cage battle in camp to see who's going to survive and, and play. So, look, I'm not going to be cautiously optimistic. I am going to think, that, uh, hope and pray that the Giants come out and just pay, play competitive football. I, too, believe that they're one, two years away. Uh, I, I hope that, you know, every year for some reason, you know, Vegas comes out with seven, seven and a half. And, and I'm going with the over again, like I always do. But right. it is going to boil down to, you know, injuries. It is going to boil down to, to Daniel Jones. You know, they didn't pick up his fifth for a reason. I do believe he has the ability to ball out this year. Then he gets franchised. Then the organization tells him to do it again. And then and then he goes and does it again. And then you talk contract. So, you know, the Giants are in for the long haul, I think. I don't agree with Rook, with, with Tyrod. I think this is Daniel Jones's team, and they run it to the end. And if he's not the guy, they're not going to just bench him and see what's going to happen. They're going to give him the reins. And if it's not him, they're going to draft one. And that's that. Yeah. Now, I mean, if it's not him, there's an Ohio State quarterback that's rearing and ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is the future long term, but I think you might just see it happen just for just so you see something different. I think. Oh, Rook. Oh, I com yeah. I completely understand where you were coming from with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, take a take us back to to Manning. You know, you know, everybody's like, get rid of him, get rid of him, get rid of him. For who? Yeah. Davis Webb. For who? Loletta. Mm -hmm. So there's always that that person that is sitting there waiting to play, but is it the next guy? And that's, you know, that's the billion dollar question in all of sports. In my mind, it is literally the hardest position in all of sports to play. So if Daniel Jones is not the guy and the giants keep building parts mm -hmm. and building parts, they got to make this decision quickly. Yeah, well, I know I you're old that. enough to remember Joe. And I know Nick and I were talking about this a little bit beforehand, but giants fans didn't appreciate Phil Simpson until he was gone. Yeah, and uh, and you're right about the the Sims piece, and you're always going to have that. I mean, look at the people that wanted, you know, to put Eli Manning in his grave, and now that please Manning, give us one, two more years. So that's going to happen with everybody. And by the way, uh, don't think I didn't catch that Eagle fan up there was a Giant fan, and when the and when he got rid of Sims, he became an Eagle. But I don't even know what that was all about. But I'm glad that's not part of the show. Damn, Nick. <laughs> well, I'll you right you, Nick. Well, now that I was uh, invoked, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my my opinion. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna be be objective because I was I was looking at your schedule, and I agree with Mash. With six is the ceiling. I mean, yeah, six is the hey, six yo. is the floor. Wow, six is the damn. floor. Six and is the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, spoken like a true Eagles fan. Six is the ceiling. Oh my god. Hey, two, license plate. Two losses. Hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ah, no. Six, six is six is the floor. I know. Nine is the ceiling. I now, know. I was kidding. Okay, your best objectively, your best stretch to win to pull on a streak is is the four games from October twenty third to November twentieth because because you got in order, you got Jacksonville, Seattle, which are both away, and then and then you're home to. Uh, Houston and Detroit. That's that's your best stretch to put four games together, four yeah. wins. You could always on you can always split with Washington. You could always split with Philly. So right there could be your six, and then you can steal a game or two. But uh, no, uh, realistically, nine nine is nine is your ceiling because. Be Like we lost line, we lost and then and then you want to talk about Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Tyrod is Dayball's guy. He's not Jones's guy because once Jones starts to falter and Dayball the coach is like, dude, he ain't my guy. 
So, and it happens in every team, every organization. So once they bring in your, your, uh, your successor, you got to start looking over your shoulder and you got to tighten up. So realistically, nine is your ceiling. And I just being I'll objective. I'll be happy with nine. J- just so objectively, that's, that's the nine. four game stretch. You got to put together and, and put four W's together. Well, you talked about that four-game stretch. I, don't forget the Giants went on four-game winning streak in uh, 2020 to help bring them back into that playoff race. The problem was that the Giants started 0-5. So, mm. again, the Giants can't have that any issue. bad starts. Yeah, they got to start. If Miami did it, if Miami can do it, you guys can do it. Hey, well, they we went, do they it. went 0-8, and they came back and had a 9-8 season. Um, and then they fired their coach. Yeah, and then they fired their coach. Don't do that part because I like Brian Day. Well, he's a good coach. Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, it was the wrong Brian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, guys. But afterwards, we're going to come back. We're going to bring this energy to trivia, guys. You guys ready? Well, I'm ready. Fired up. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game, yet still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. See you put them up, reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. So real quick, before we get into this trivia, I want to share a couple comments. We got a couple viewers going on right now. Anthony says he would love a nine and eight season and a wild card. I think everybody here would agree with yeah, that. Justin, that's me. I'm just doing it to help you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't have to right say there. that. We all know you as the rook. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just didn't. That's a good oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, are you this one too? <laughs> no, no, that's not me. That's me. no, that was me. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Love it regardless. Love the activity, guys. Um, and like I said, I love the energy going in this one. I hope you bring the competitive energy because I'm coming at you with some trivia questions that are going to get go. you going. We're going to do it family feud style, so I'm going to do five answers. Um, just blurt it out when you have an answer. We don't have a buzzer or anything like that. So, you know, if we got to keep track of it, Nick's on the, Nick's on the I, buzzer as far as I like, get to no play one. judge again tonight. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. So we're going to start it off. Um, the first question Lawrence is... Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I met him. I met him. Every question, My right? fault. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> uh, top five rivals for the Giants. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cowboys? Just yell it Number out. one. Just yell it out. Cowboys. Number one. Who got Eagles. it? Who got the first one? Cowboys, Eagles, it was Rook. It was Rook. Believe it or not. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Rook Rook answers first, and then and then we check to see if if he's right. If he's right, he gets control of the board until he loses. He's right. That's fair. He he is right. Yes, he is right. Um, So it's the Eagles. So it's the Eagles. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. No big deal. All right, Rook, you got control, bud. All right, so I would also go uh, Eagles again. I guess I'll say it again, but Eagles. We already got you. We got you. Eagles uh, and Cowboys, one and two. You're looking for three, four, and five. I'm allowed to say the word, the Washington uh, R words. 
<laughs> the Washington Dan Snyder. Right correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't Not know. Not the last two. Niners? What's that? Niners? Ooh. Only because they played a few times. Okay, it's one strike. That was actually my oh, favorite. Well, that was the one game that was one of my favorite games. 2002 divisional round. We came back on the Giants. Being a Niners fan, that one. Yeah, that one. You have that that one, you the one that oh yeah, that was that was so much fun. I cried. <laughs> that was so great that they didn't call a penalty. It was so much so great. That was a penalty, man. Forget the full lead. That was a penalty. He was yeah. eligible. I don't give a hey, shit. I'm actually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you know? Do you know, do you know? Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in this closet is a Trey Junkin jersey. What? Wow. No way. Yeah, Maj, you believe that? I see it, Tommy. Wow. It's somewhere in there. I wouldn't want that it's Trey Junkin jersey anywhere near me. <laughs> it brings back so many bad memories, man. I hear you, bro. All I was, right, I was there. You got the board. I'll, uh, I'll... Rook still's got the board. He's got one strike. I'll throw it over to license plate guy because I, I I feel like he he probably knows it better than I do. I don't I don't know if I know anybody else. All right, we're gonna we're gonna open it up to the board. The last two rivals. I'm, I'm gonna go. To I'm gonna go. Point. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals because they were in the division for so long. Oh, that's, that's a true. good one. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. That is a good one, but it's not the right. I do have a guess. I want to put this out there. So I got one. I'm gonna too. go with the Chicago Bears. The old franchise. Not bad. That's a oh, yeah, good one yeah. too. Tommy, you're a favorite hope, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with our roommates, the New York Jets. Hey, that's what's up. Oh, all right. oh! I know. I know they're easily forgettable. Yeah, I don't think they're much of a rival when you beat them a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that little brother that, syndrome. Like, the Yankee fans don't care about Mets fans, but yeah, true. that's like that Metro Series rivalry, right? Like, they, they right. got to kind of call it a rivalry, but it's not really. The last one you guys missed is one that you guys are very happy and proud of, the New England baby. baby. I'm yeah, I, we, we don't, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't consider them a rivalry because they can't beat us when it matters. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, one sided, man. One sided. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I mean, I know so many Patriots fans that dislike the Giants. I have no dislike for the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I, you know what, Maj, you're actually you, that's who said that, right? You're actually one of the yeah. few. I I just don't understand the hate that some Giants people have for the Patriots, other than being a dynasty, which. They were. Uh, I don't know the hate. I really don't. They never. No, same thing with Brady. Yeah, you think they'd be happy. They don't Brady. understand it. Never did. Only thing I can think of is because Bill Belichick, former New York Giant, right, then goes to the Patriots and then kind of creates his dynasty. But I was at a Super Bowl party for the Patriots-Eagles, and there were Giants fans Rooting for the Patriots. I'm like, how are you rooting? Uh, rooting for the Eagles. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no oh, way. I was about to say, Patriots. Like, how are you rooting I'm for the Eagles? Rooting yeah. the Giants fan. And yeah. you know what? If any, if anything, number two. We'll, we'll get, we'll get plenty <laughs> of time. NFC East Pride. NFC East Pride. Yeah. All right, guys. Next question. Winningest coaches for the New York Giants. Five. The top five winningest coaches for the New York Giants. Now, come on. You guys know this one. Bill Parcells has to be one. Yeah. Yes. First one. Go with with the boys. Tom Coughlin. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. We got to see if you're right first, Mash. He's right. Get the board. No, he was right. He was right. Okay. And you were right, Tom Okay, so he's got one. You got two and three. Coughlin had 78 wins. Bill Parcells had 77. So you need one, four, and five. Yeah, now this is where um, Jim Fossil. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. 58 wins. I believe he was coach of the year at one point, too. Now it, these are, this, these are probably going to predate me. This team is going yeah. to the playoffs, like a like a Steve Owen. Motion the chips to the table. Get him, get him, Maj. All right, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to tag, tag in Tommy here. 
Um, <laughs> man, I don't man, think you guys get how this works. <laughs> no, yeah, right. It's, it's right. Jeopardy. It's I'm Team Jeopardy. Yeah. Man, I'm coming off the top rope if you need me. You, you need me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. You, hey, you want to tag him in? You got it. We'll, we'll make it a tag team here. Rookie license plate guys and magic. All right. If we're going tag team, then if I put McAdoo, Shermer, and Judge together, <laughs> no, they're still, no, no, still, they're still not, still not still there. We still barely have 20 wins. Yeah, we're, we're still not there. We're still not there. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, all of our all-time favorite head coach for the Giants, Steve Owen. That's hey, right, look yeah. at that. Um, last guy. Is number one that we're missing? five. Steve Owen was number five. one. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I said I won. Yeah, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I know he was a really old, older school coach. Uh, I think was it Sherman? Oh wow! I was gonna say he be killing. Oh! Joe texted me the answer. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Oh, uh, also right, happy belated go. birthday to Joe. Yesterday was Joe's birthday. Happy birthday, hey, happy birthday Joe. Hey, happy yeah, birthday. Happy appreciate birthday. it. Appreciate it. Happy birthday. We all appreciate you, brother. For real. Oh yeah. Um. So we got our third question: rushing yards leaders. Top. Oh, five. got it. Put Hampton up there. Oh, but wait, 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 wait. Lice You good? You good? There, put so, Joe Morris up, put Tiki so Bar up there, put Joe Morris up there. And Rook have got the control of the board. He just knocked off two of them with Tiki Barber and Joe Morris. And I'm going to let you just run with it. Go for it. You yeah, need go. two more. You need four and five. Rook and license plate guy. All right. Hampton. You said Hampton one. You already said Hampton. You said Hampton. Right. You got Morris. Morris. Right. You got Barber. You got um, uh, is is Morrison in there? I don't, I don't. Yeah, Morrison. Mm. No. Nope. This guy played in your softball tournament. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking. I swear to God, I'm thinking of the guys. But uh, oh, Brandon the, Jacob. Did the, the Giants? Hey, hey, hey. Teammate coming in the club. Yeah, Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs was not. Yeah, he's going to be so mad I didn't get that one, by the way. Yeah. Who's Morrison? <laughs> I could have sworn it was Morrison, but I guess not. Uh, Joe hey, Morris? I'm going to go throw this out. Frank Morris. Gifford. <laughs> oh, he was number six. Brooke, who did the Giants just uh, just lose? He passed away a, a few. Oh, Ron Johnson. Oh, awesome. Damn, that was three X's. Gifford and Johnson are actually back to back, six and seven. Oh, really? Oh, damn. Yeah. So you're only looking for person, five. Only other person I'm thinking of is Ahmad Bradshaw. He's up there. He's up there. I don't think he's in the top he, five. He's though. up there, but no. I think I got it. I think I got it. All right. You got it, but let's see I if these so. guys can get it. It's Real, so hard not It's so nice hard not to use a Google. shot. It's, it's hard not school. to Google. I know. I want to Google it right now. <laughs> I know it's so hard not using a computer. Uh, man, I'm trying to. I'm trying to I, think. Uh, running back. It's of course when you say it, we're all going to be like, you got to be kidding. No, I'm blank. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. As I, okay. everyone I gave was in the OJ. Top no, he wasn't random. Maj and Tommy, you get one shot to steal. Get it, baby. Uh. Gotta be an older school back. I'm trying to think yep. of old school backs. Yep. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Tucker Webster. Fredrickson. What's that? Alex Webster. Oh. Oh. God damn. Oh! Wow. Yeah, has just been clutch with these last minute ones, yeah. man. All right, we got two more for you. I got one that's really good, and I got one that's kind of just like up the alley if you're a foodie. So let's go with the receiving touchdown ones. Top five receiving touchdowns. Who you got? Tuber. 
Tumor. Tumor is number one. Who said tumor? Uh, license plate. All right, license plate. Tumor. A tumor. It's not a tumor. Mexico. <laughs> yeah, license plate. All, you got the license plate, and Rook got the uh, board. All right, Rook. Come on, let's go, man. Are we going with plaques or not? I don't think. I don't know if he's up that high. No, I don't think he is either. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's a top five. I'm gonna uh, go again with Frank Gifford on this. You one. have to go with. Yeah, I'll go Gifford as well. How about old school, like a Ernest Gray or somebody like that, like that era of the of the '80s? Like, do they have? Uh, trying to think of the wide receivers that would have been that way. Yeah, I'm trying to think of '80s or '90s, uh, or even later on. I mean. I'm struggling here with the receiver one. <laughs> Most touchdowns. Well, I got one. I got one. I looked up, you know, because uh, I was so good at commission about this. He was like, look up like receiving yards. He's trying to give his hints. And uh, I looked at receiving <laughs> yards, not touchdowns. It's, uh, it's clear as day, too, this one. It's OBJ. Hey, he has you in the right clear ballpark. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be Odell. Right? Yeah, OBJ, Odell. baby. OBJ. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's clear as day too. I didn't. I I, I just figured he just had a short career, but yeah, he had a lot. All right, of I'm just I'm just gonna break this up. The first team to get the next two guys wins the entire thing. Kenny Galladay. What? Excellent. the field to catch a ball. Joe mentioned crazy. Andrew Thomas. Thomas. Andrew Thomas. Yeah, Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas, baby. Hey, Maj, what'd you say? Uh, Joe Morrison. Boom. Uh, somebody else mentioned Frank Gifford, right? We need yeah. we number two. We got him. We got that. We got Amari Toomer. We got Frank Gifford. We got Odell Beckham. We got Joe Morrison. Very we cool. Number two. Is Tiki up there? No. No, no receiver? Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh, he had a lot of receiving touchdowns, too. <laughs> Gotta be another old school. It it's hurt. That hurts me. What do you do? That it hurts. Right. <laughs> Loud too. Aggressive. It's going to my soul. Nick is so good. That one. <laughs> I know he because he was he was alluding to me. That's what he was doing. Dude, I can't. I don't know why I can't get the eighties. I can't get the eighties out of my head. I can't get like a Lionel Manuel out of my head. I can't get a Bobby Johnson out of my. But I they can't be up there. They can't be. No, no. I don't think they are. Don't give me no X either. It's going to be old school. <laughs> License plate. This is for you, bro. I got a double, double X. Great. Double X. Right. You don't get, All right. don't get All right. double X, man. All right. Gonna, <laughs> double can X. I guess it? Can I we guess got, it? Yeah. One last question for you. Yeah, you can guess it. Uh, would it be Stephen Baker? No. No. Such he's lower. Stephen Baker. <laughs> never heard someone say so many wrong things one after the other consecutively in a row i wish it was bavaro but but i know it's not bavaro either all right guys one last question whoever gets it right is the winner of the entire game what what was the answer for the fifth who was number five number two oh kyle wrote kyle wrote kyle wrote wrote. Uh, touchdowns we would have been here all night yeah (laughs) All right, guys, how do you say uh, the New York Giants? The New York Football I- Giants. Boom. Our leader has prevailed. <laughs> and for Tommy G and Maz. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. all right guys for these last 13 minutes i want to kind of just pick your brains on who you think is going to be good for fantasy because we are a fantasy show we are the fantasy show of the people and we want to give some insight to the people um you know i'm just going to throw it around to everybody you know we'll start off with maj first who do you think's got potential this year you are you liking Kadarius tony kenny galladay obviously we probably like saquon um are you a fantasy guy at all either? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, how I started on, out on Twitter was through fantasy football. So uh, oh, yeah. I'm actually in quite a few fantasy leagues. I'm in 20 plus. Uh, I do mostly dynasty, though. So 
Nice. Uh, not too many uh, redrafts. So if you guys want, make sure you follow me at Demage underscore NFL. But uh, look, I, I'll tell you what. This is a year to buy Giants, especially in Dynasty. You can probably get them in redraft a lot later mm-hmm. than what other people are anticipating. But yep. Saquon Barkley is a buy low candidate right now. People just want to get rid of him. They want to dump him because of the past two years of his production. Daniel Jones is another guy that you can probably get dirt cheap. I'm thinking that Daniel Jones this year easily, if we're looking at what he did under Pat Sherman's offense, he could be a 3,500 yard to 4,000 yard passer. You could be looking at anywhere between 25 and 30 touchdowns. And I'm going to give him a two to one interception ratio. So I'm looking at 25 touchdowns with 12 interceptions. And then you also did rushing yards on top of that. The thing that it, it the thing that upset me the most with the Joe Judge regime is that we hadn't seen Danny Dimes. I say Danny Dimes since 2019. That was the best that he's ever played, and it was more instinctual play. The Tampa Bay game when the the defense parted like the Red Sea and he ran it in for the touchdown. Those were instinctual plays. Those weren't called. And that's what I want to see more of. And Brian Dable has claimed that he's going to let Danny fly this year. So I'm excited about it. Look, you got to know what you have. Danny's biggest turnover issues comes with the fumbles, and it comes with no real offensive line. So I'm really excited about it. The other person is who is certainly um, Kadarius Toney, if you can get Kadarius Toney. I know some people are still kind of wishy-washy on him, but – and Bellinger, too. If you're in a tight end premium league, right now I think Bellinger is going to end up being the starting tight end. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to mention everybody in my continue to name. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned the whole team already, bro. Leave, leave some for the rest of us. Defense, too? <laughs> I, 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 I am in a few IDP leagues. If you want me to go into defense, I'll do that also. Nobody left. <laughs> yeah. Let's I'm swing it over. I'm like, all right, he mentioned this guy. He mentioned this guy. <laughs> yeah, no. Like um, this year, man. I agree with Maj. I think I think it's time to buy buy on the Giants. When you look at some of the rankings for Yahoo, you got you know Saquon Barkley's thirty first overall. Then you see a dramatic drop off. You got Kadarius Tony one hundred and thirtieth overall. Uh, mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay one hundred and forty third overall. I think you see vast improvement from this offense. You got uh, Dayball who was the coach for this number two overall offense in the league last year. You got Mike Kafka, who was the coach for the number or quarterback coach for the number one overall offense in the NFL last year. You're going to see improvements, um, especially if you're in a dynasty league. I definitely try to get in on Tony. Uh, I know a lot of people are kind of wishy-washy on him, whether it's the injuries, whether it's the extracurricular stuff. Kid's got a ton of talent. He's by far and away the most dynamic player on the New York Giants right now. Uh, nobody could move like him, agile, quick, fast. Uh, can catch the ball, can use them on the X, can use them in the slot. Uh, as far as sleepers, uh, I got a couple sleepers. So to agree with Maj, I got Daniel Bellinger. Uh, his average depth of reception in college was four yards. So they never even used the kid really up the yeah. seam. They never really used him deep, never dropped the pass in college. Um, I think he could provide some real uh, mid-value, especially if he's tight end one for us, which I'm thinking he's going to be tight end one. Yeah. And then you have, you know, uh, and then you have Wondell Robinson, You'll play running back in college. Uh, you're going to see him in the slot, of course. You're going to see some gadgets, some trickeration stuff, especially with Kafka. We already seen some stuff today with the goal line shovel pass that I've been pining for as we've struggled in the red zone for God knows how many years. Um, so I think you could, I think you can get some sleepers on the Giants. I would go Wandell and, and um, Bellinger. And then if you want to go high, you go Barkley. You know what? If he's healthy, last year he was never healthy. He had a torn ACL. He has the amazing game against the Saints, right, Joe? He's running down the sideline, scoring, scores the game-winning touchdown in overtime, and then he steps on a Cowboys ankle and almost breaks his entire ankle. And then he's never healthy again for the rest of the year. Uh, that's where I'm at with it. Very nice, very nice. I love it. Um, I really do think that Kadarius Tony kind of has like a Debo Samuel-esque feel to him where he can be all Absolutely. over the field and he can just be a bruiser all over the field. And like you said, Barkley is a steal at this point. If he's – you know, overall 31, you're looking, at, you're looking at a guy who was going first round for the previous two years. Absolutely. You know, there's a demon, man. And then you bring it in a guy who likes to, like, run the ball, likes to throw out to his running back. You know, maybe we get the Saquon Barkley of two years ago that had 94 catches. So awesome takes there. Uh, license plate. Give me who you yeah. got, man. 
Hey, look, we're all in agreement here. I'm with I'm with those guys that just spoke. I think you got sleepers are right on, and I think Barkley is a no-brainer. Uh, stepping on that guy's foot, you know, just made just made his his season miserable, but it gave him an extra time to heal on that knee. So I think he's literally going to come out and uh, and put up crazy numbers. And again, it goes back to that offensive line. So honestly, where do the Giants' offense rank? to pick up the offense in, in total because they're going to – you know what? Kafka and Dable, they're going to be like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to go five wide. Why are you going to go five across? Because we can. So I, I, I think the Giants' offense is uh, is going to be quietly surprising, and uh, and those guys just nailed it. Pick up all those players and you'll be fine. Rook, are you in agreement? Yeah, I'm in agreement. So what uh, – agreement. <laughs> is that even a word? <laughs> agreement. agreement. It's called agreement, not agreement. When I said agreement, I kind of like that word, actually. I might use I'm that. Not English majors, aren't we? Not English majors. English majors. I might no, use that. Like, I said it agreement. Yeah, I work with fish. Get over it. <laughs> they don't care why we speak my English. <laughs> I think it's as soon as I said it, repeated it back, I'm like, that's definitely wrong. And my, my legal writing professor is probably yelling at me right now. Like, you never used agreements during any of those briefs, I hope. All right. Here's my here's my thing about Daniel Jones. He's a dual threat guy. Uh, Dable with Josh Allen. They're similar heights. I think uh, Allen's a little bit heavier. He's 16 pounds heavier than he is. So, Daniel Jones is a little lighter, but he's he is a big threat. Um, we had I think six touchdowns last year for Josh uh, Josh Allen rushing, thirty one career rushing yards. I mean rushing touchdowns on the Dable's offense. So Dable's is going to take that same offense, bring him over to the Giants. He has a dual threat quarterback. As Joe's praying to God, I hope I really do hope. And if Daniel Jones, those, dual threat, those dual threat guys are huge in fantasy. Look at Lamar Jackson. I look at Kyrie um, Kyler Murray. Like a guy who could both throw touchdowns and then rush for them as well is very highly touted. So sleeper, maybe not start with him as your QB one, but if you put him on the bench and he starts taking off, there's great points there that could be had in fantasy, especially if you have some fantasies. They have uh, fantasy leagues have two quarterbacks. If you have two quarterbacks, you got Daniel Jones could be one of them. Um, and then uh, I agree with Saquon Barkley and with Tony uh, and Galladay. I would say maybe Galladay because. Galladay, if you look at it, if he's not injured as much as he was last year, he's going to be productive. The offensive line looks better. Um, we're hoping it's improved. We haven't seen it on the field yet, but we're hoping that they did enough to improve that. That means Zeno Jones will have time to throw, uh, and then these guys time to get downfield and get open. And I think Kenny Galladay is going to be a, a sleeper pick. Not a sleeper, but he'll be a low-level, you know, not you buy low. And hopefully uh, sell high. I don't know, Rook. I'm, I'm still mad. I'm still mad. I might pick up Tyrod Taylor after this. Uh, after this whole show. <laughs> <laughs> I might. You know. Uh, I always yeah. said if he did bad, if Daniel Jones I don't know what I'm going to do now. On him. <laughs> so I, I will add to him on the waiver wire, but uh, <laughs> maybe just go pick him up just in case. That's Tyrod. That's Tyrod. So I will add something in Kenny Galladay's defense. So US Today put out an article the other day highlighting Jones' efficiency on seven-step drops where he was 22 of 26 passing, uh, and he also led all passers in quarterback rating uh, in seven-step drops. So 303 yards passing, I believe it was, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked once. The other stat that I looked up, which was most surprising about that too, he also had the highest completion percentage and the highest on-target percentage of all quarterbacks in seven-step drops. We know that Daniel Jones – is best when uh, targeting uh, deep passes, 20-plus yards. I think that bodes well for Kenny Galladay. They might actually have a coaching regime that might know how to use him with those contested catches instead of just running freaking curl routes and comeback routes with them. Yeah. Yeah, To to touch on that, too, to touch on that, Maj, we're going to see a lot more seven-step drops now that we have an offensive line that can actually block. You know, that stat was great, but it was a limited snapshot. So imagine him actually getting some blocking in the interior. We stacked up the interior O-line. We got our stud right tackle. We got our bookends. So we should see a lot more of that. So that's a good point, Mush. One last point, Matt Breda. So if you're afraid of Saquon getting hurt, pick up Matt Breda as a cuff. And if he gets hurt, He's going to step right in and he'll be fine. Hey, Matt, Matt Breida, trust me, I'm a 49er fan. Matt Breida was gold for a little he's bit. A then run, he gets man. these injury problems, man. Then you just, yeah, he oh. he's, he's, he's good One name I'm going to put out there, especially in dynasty leagues, if you have a deeper bench, Antonio Williams came mm. over from Buffalo. The Giants mm. are looking to use Saquon Park, Barkley apparently more in the passing game, which means somebody has to pick up those yards. 
people don't realize, but yes, but last year, Saquon Barkley and Devontae Booker finished with exactly the same amount of rushing yards, same amount of passing receiving yards. So somebody's going to have to spell Barkley and pick up that dirty work inside the numbers. Yeah, fair enough. And you know what? I really liked what you said about Bellinger because I was reading early reports about Bellinger where coaches were saying they don't even want to take him off the field. Like if you're making that kind of impression on your coaches from day one in OTAs, like I'm all in on that. Even if you don't pay off in year one, like you said, dynasty. I'm getting Daniel Bellinger right now because I'm targeting him. Fourth round of rookie drafts right now. Like that's just money right there. Um, He's been drafted in a lot of mine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he because he's that back end guy. He's that guy that you're waiting till the 30th round, you're picking him up, the steals. But anyways, guys, it was a great podcast. I do want to do a quick plug for all you guys, real quick. Uh let me throw it to Rook. Uh tell us about the scoreboard addicts. Tell us what you're uh, gonna be doing this week. Yeah, scoreboard addicts, we're basically entrenched in Rangers <laughs> playoff hockey right now. So we're uh we're constantly talking about the Rangers. We do a podcast after every Rangers game, rapid reaction. And we're not talking about like in-depth analysis. We're talking about true fan reaction. Like where we were miserable last night. And that's what, I mean, every Ranger fan should be like that. So we're, we're basically just typical fans. Uh, we're, we're New York centric. Uh, you know, I'm a giant fan. The other two guys are Jets fans. We're all Yankee fans. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Rangers, Knicks, uh, we have a Nets fan as well on the podcast. So we try to stick with that New York sports centric and then also cover national uh, stories as well. And then every now and then I pull out my legal degree and I go into some, uh, legal analysis and sort of legal stories like Deshaun Watson keeps him busy. That's sick. So. Man, that's sick. <laughs> I, I bet he does, man. <laughs> yeah, We're going to have to have you come on here just to talk about that, man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. It's a long thing. But uh, catch us uh, at the Rook 22 is my, my handle. And the scoreboard acts and Twitter is score addicts pod. And then we're available Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Cool, cool. Maj, what about you, buddy? Yeah, man. Make sure you follow me at LPG. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the mage underscore NFL. And then as you mentioned earlier too, um, we also have a weekly podcast that we do called clapback sports, uh, where we, it's mainly a New York giants podcast, except for in the off season, uh, because there's not much to talk about. So we've just been doing some Rangers hockey, just trying to keep it a little light. We had another Eagles podcast on recently. We did some trivia as well there. So just trying to have some fun in the offseason, but make sure you check us out everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify. That's Clapback Sports. Thanks. And, Justin, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. And I apologize for absolutely butchering your name every single time. I get Everybody does it every single time. So no worries, man. <laughs> Tommy, tell us about what you're doing, man. Yeah, first and foremost, thank you, Justin. I really appreciate coming on, hanging appreciate out with some you. great guys. I had a ball tonight. Uh, my Twitter handle is TommyG105. I'm a part of the New York Giants rush team. Uh, we got some really dope interviews. We just interviewed Chase Blackburn. Uh, we got right. Daniel Bellinger. We got Daniel Bellinger a couple weeks ago. Awesome kid. His dad is phenomenal. Um, so you can catch those videos on YouTube. The Giants guys is the name under there. Um, and that's pretty much it. You know, I'll be out there. I'll be expanding soon. Uh, you know, I'm a little newer than you know Maj and a couple other guys, but you know, my heart is all in with the Giants, and I'm working. And uh, stay tuned. Hell yeah, hell yeah, we will, man. I'm gonna go check out that Daniel Bellinger interview just because I want to know more about this kid while I'm drafting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, license plate. Tell me what you're up to. At license plate guy, I'm mad boring. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all you gotta do. I don't know, man. You kind of got that fire pick that Kayvon keeps going around on draft day, so. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, I, I, I've been known for the Daniel Jones and the Kayvon, but, but the Kayvon thing is so silly, uh, mage because, uh, I mean, look, of course I wanted, you know, 50 linemen in the draft and, you know, all three tackles were there. So you have to be an idiot if you weren't happy with Kayvon. Um, you're talking about consensus number one for most of the college year. So it, it was, uh, it was all in fun. And uh, every Giant fan should be damn happy to get those two in the draft. Honestly, I think every team wants 50 linemen at some point. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure year, most teams most this, teams that want to win, <laughs> they put 50 linemen before they put the wide receiver they want. <laughs> yeah, now th- it, was a, it was a major goal of mine this year. I'm just tired of – just t- every Giant fan's just – they're fractured going into the offseason, talk about the same thing over and over again, and finally – 
you know, I think it's it's on its way to being fixed, and it's taken a long time for that. And and it's it's a shame it's taken that long. And Gettleman took this this franchise back tons of years. Yeah, awesome. And Nick, if I may, just one thing. Yo, the, drafting of Kayvon, the drafting of Kayvon Thibodeau led to a pretty dope picture with him and LPG. It's one of my favorite pictures this year. Yeah. I love that one. Was, that was you know, it's fun. And I appreciate that, Tommy. And I said to him when he came over, funny. when he came over, I was like, look, I was like, I want to do it. I want to do it seven, not at five. And he said, I wasn't going to be there. <laughs> nice. And I was like, oh, you probably weren't. You're right. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here because we're at a time limit. Um, as for me and Nick, we will be back next week or tomorrow, tomorrow. Sorry, tomorrow. tomorrow for the Washington <laughs> Commanders. <laughs> but Nick won't be in this seat. <laughs> but anyways, Nick, I'm sorry I didn't give you time to say your goodbyes, but we got to get out of here. Goodbye. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank Man. you guys so much. And once again, fancy show of the people delivering for the people. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.